You're listening to the Anti-Hustle Club podcast, a show where nothing is off limits. It's about making the ordinary extraordinary, bringing compassion, humor, and humility to our human experience, leaning into discomfort and going after our dreams. I'm your host, Ginny, and I created this podcast to shine a light on shame and stigma, to bring friendship and light to loneliness and darkness, and bring together a community of business owners who just get it. Here, myself and my guests share the unfiltered truth of juggling business with family, relationships, health, and more, the silent struggles and the celebrations. My hope is that this podcast is living, breathing evidence that you are enough and gives you the courage and confidence to be your authentic self, to turn and face inwards and love all of who you are and to stop shaming yourself into hustle and burnout and instead build a life of freedom. This is the Anti-Hustle Club way. So I want to talk to you about persistence, resilience and consistency. These are terms that I use interchangeably in relation to owning and running a business, being an entrepreneur. Uh, They're terms that I think aren't always fully understood. And um, I just wanted to draw your attention and your focus to these words and invite you to think about whether you are showing up in your endeavours with resilience, consistency and persistence. So I wanted to start by sharing a little story. Um, I took myself out last night for a solo date um, to a concert that I'd booked a few months ago. Um, The musician that I wanted to see actually manages and plays in a ska band called Bad Manners. Um, But he's also a very talented a musician in his own right, and um, he was going to be doing this concert. So I decided I'd go along. It was going to be jazz. I'm not really that sure how I feel about jazz, but you know, let's live and experiment and experience new things. So I've been really looking forward to it, and when it came around last night, I didn't want to go. Um, I am quite introverted anyway. Um, introverted extrovert, as they say. Um, and for the last couple of days, I've been feeling kind of low. Um, don't know why. Maybe it's something to do with my cycle, but I wouldn't know. I, uh, I don't have periods. I'm on the coil uh, or have the coil. So I've no idea. But anyway, uh, sorry if that was TMI. Um, Yeah, she's been a bit flat and a bit low the last couple of days. Emotional. Maybe the moon is doing something. It's the moon in Uranus again. Um, Yeah, so I didn't want to go. And um, I was kind of beating up on myself a little bit yesterday anyway, because I felt like I'd wasted time. And it's this shaming that we do to ourselves, right? My children were with their dad, um, and I always feel like I should really capitalise on that time alone to get stuff done. 
and that is that like patriarchal conditioning of we must be doing 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 and busy 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 all the time um and even though i'm aware of it it's quite hard to shake off so as it turned out when i sat down to to do something yesterday i couldn't i was paralyzed with negative thought loops overthinking um and i just sat and i sat and i sat and did precisely nothing and um then i was kind of beating myself up for the fact that i had allowed my negative thoughts to take over and that i'd not done anything and rah 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 i'm sure you know how these shame cycles go um so not a great start really to the day i ended up taking myself out for a walk in my happy place up in the hills i actually tried to record this podcast from there but i didn't have enough signal um i'm actually just for your amusement i'm going to let you in on something i'm trying to pick up a poo whilst i'm recording this and it's really hard 100 anyway we've done it um yeah so took myself off up to the hills which should have sorted me out and it did somewhat but I just didn't want to go out and I had to really lean into my self-coaching and kind of really force myself to go and you know not to just make it easy not to just go wearing any old thing and what have you no I made myself go and choose an outfit pick out a dress put it on put some makeup on and take time in that self-care ritual and I feel like the universe has been really showing me recently um this I guess signs around this topic of resilience and so it was really interesting when I arrived at this concert last night which by the way was held inside a church right hold on navigating a poo bin okay um i just felt so tearful i kind of struggle sometimes with social gatherings anyway i i've always felt a bit like i'm i'm there just observing through the eyes of Ginny. which actually if you're into uh you know the woo stuff that's exactly what i am doing as consciousness but let's not go down that road. Yeah, I've always felt like I'm kind of very much a peripheral observer, just sort of seeing what's happening. Um, And yeah, so the concert started, I suddenly panicked because it was bring your own booze, this thing. I'm walking into a bush. Come on, Twig. It was bring your own booze, and I'm surrounded by the, the seniors of Shrewsbury who are all getting absolutely sozzled. They know how to put it away where I live, I'm telling you now. And at a time I'm sitting there, I'm just about 200 days sober, I think, and I'm sitting there, and my old pattern is like tapping, (laughs) tapping on my head from the inside, 
trying to get my attention, trying to get me to indulge it, trying to get me to say fuck it and numb out these feelings that I'm feeling. This fe- these feelings of feeling depressed, not wanting to be out, then going out and feeling like an outsider, feeling disconnected. That's a really common one for me, feeling disconnected, feeling this sort of aching loneliness. Um, yeah, fuck it. Just go get up, go find a shop, just join in. And fortunately, it was only a very fleeting, a fleeting thought, but it was definitely there. And so I had to just turn and acknowledge my feelings, face my feelings, sit with my feelings. And I actually sat there. I'm about six or eight rows back from the musicians and I've got tears streaming down my face as I really feel into these feelings. And, you know, I'm sitting with a couple couple of complete strangers and I just don't even care. I'm just, you know, I think they just thought that I was... (laughs) really enjoying the jazz Um, and I just let the tears slide and feel into all this and on the drive home I think gosh how far I've come that I can sit through there because the old me would have run away would have numbed would have done anything to avoid feeling those feelings and acknowledging my humanness. So how far I've come, how resilient I'm being. And this morning I opened Instagram and there's an Instagram post from Jack Cottrell who organised this concert. And he's talking about how about a month ago, he was really worried because he'd taken a big risk. You know, this is an abbey. It's a big venue, no doubt fairly expensive to hire. And he didn't have the ticket sales. And, you know, he was shitting himself thinking, I've made a really big mistake with this. I'm not going to be able to shift the tickets. But he publicised it, he booked the venue, and he had no other choice than to make this happen. So he got off his butt and he literally took to his feet and walked hours and hours, days and days, miles and miles, handing out flyers for this concert, asking local businesses to put them up, getting on his social media whatever it takes right whatever it takes that no matter what energy and when it came to it they sold nearly all of the tickets and it was a a roaring success but he had to lean into that without evidence and I think this is such a key component of entrepreneurship that leaping without evidence part right that persistence the consistency is the thing that we have turned into a big boogeyman and it's the thing that we like to bash and it's the thing that we like to call bro marketing I've done it myself in the past it's the thing that we like to say we're not capable of because 
when you're a divergent or with parents or whatever other excuse. And they are excuses, right? Because we can always find ways of doing things that we want to do. And so, yeah, consistency is the smallest part. Consistency is basically showing up and performing in the same way over a continuous period. I think that that is loosely the definition of consistency. And actually, in reality, what consistency looks like for most people is you'll have a day where you bring your A game, you have a day where you bring your C game, you'll have a day where it's totally just a freaking checkbox exercise and you just do the easiest thing to show up, share a quote or something really lame. And so it goes on. It's not linear, right? It's this wiggly line, if you imagine it on a graph. But it compounds over time. And every time you show up somewhere, you're planting seeds. Somebody somewhere is seeing that you're around. And it's so noisy and so busy in the online space that if you want to sell your stuff organically, which means if you want to sell your stuff for free, in other words, by only exchanging your time rather than your money via ads, you can't expect to do that without showing up. You've got to be there every time your people open their apps. You have to be there because otherwise, unless you're really, really good at what you do, and your copy game is really on point, and you're super engaging with everything you post, you'll get forgotten. So you kind of, you have to be there. But like I say, we've built it into this big boogeyman, and it's actually, of those three words, it's kind of at the bottom of the triangle. It's like an inverse triangle, and that word I would say is at the bottom, because the things that are more important than that are resiliency. How tough are you? How able are you to withstand adversity, withstand things going wrong, get yourself back up and keep going, right? How resilient are you? Because that is entrepreneurship. It's a series of freaking failures until something works. That is just what it is. So that's super important. And persistence. My dad used to say to me when I was a, a child, oh, you're like a dog with a bone. Nag, 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 nag. I can hear him now. And I always have been very persistent about getting what I want. And, you know, you have to be. You have to be for going after things when you've got no evidence. I just, I wrote down what it says in the dictionary about persistence. The act of, oh God, I can't read my own writing. The fact of continuing in an opinion or course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. I mean, that is entrepreneurship to a T, isn't it really? 
because you're constantly carving a new path. You're going without evidence. In fact, often you're flying in the face of evidence because your evidence might be that what you're doing isn't making you money, for example, because we tend to we tend to be a lot further along in our businesses in our head than we are in actual real life. And what I mean by that is in our heads, we've been working really hard, showing up in all the places, selling every day, doing all the things and nobody's buying. But in reality, you know, you're showing up inconsistently. You very rarely talk about what you're selling. Um, and if you do talk about what you're selling, it's so vague that people miss it and et cetera, et cetera, right? Because there's, there's ways of showing up and we tend to overinflate ourselves in our minds. Um, so so then, then the evidence is that it's, I can't do quotes, I've got my hands full, but air quotes not working. Um, and it's like a, it's almost like a game of make-believe until it starts working. It's like, you have to be this amazing fantasist <laughs> and just keep going. And, you know, sometimes your, your family members will, will worry, especially if they're supporting you emotionally or financially, you know, they don't want to see you, um, you know, taking risks and, maybe following something that's not going to work out for you. And it all comes down to this need for safety. Um, so, yeah, persistence. You've really got to be. And I think I talked about this recently. A lot of the people who go into entrepreneurship are the oddballs, the misfits, the rebels, the square peg in a round hole, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. They're people who haven't been able to fit into quote-unquote normal life, normal jobs. And so they almost have no choice but to follow this dream that they've got. Um, and those people often have had a tough time because they didn't fit in. So perhaps you know, then you're a divergent and, you know, school and things like that was hard for them. Maybe they are um, just quite rebellious by nature and perhaps they got into lots of trouble. Maybe they had skirmishes with the police. Maybe they jumped from one mini explosion to another like I did. Um, and when your life is like that, when it is kind of chaotic, when you're constantly landing yourself in this hot water with no real idea of how it happened to you, um, you have to be really persistent. You have to be really persistent. You have to have this greater vision, a greater purpose to keep you going. Like, especially if your adversity has been really, really bad, you know, especially you know, just to get real for a second, I've definitely had periods, particularly sort of post having children with the hormonal changes that that brings and postnatal depression that I suffered. I've definitely had periods where I've not wanted to be here anymore. I've been, you know, not in a good place at all. And 
when you feel like that, you there has to be something more to lean into. Um, because it's very difficult to see um, your way out when you get like that. Um, and I know, certainly from my point of view, my feeling, I'll never know, obviously, for sure, but my feeling um, is that the two or three occasions that I felt like that since having children, so over the last decade, I feel, my feeling is that I wouldn't, in fact, still be here if it weren't for the fact that I have those children and I just couldn't do that to them. Um you know and that's quite an admission but uh it's how I feel like I say I won't ever know if um if I'm right in that how could I you know when it actually came to it would I have done who knows but yeah you have to you have to have these skills kind of quite well uh honed in I think for entrepreneurship and there is definitely, with all the information that we have at our fingertips now and the explosion of short-form video, platforms like TikTok, and also the misinformation as well that goes around, I think we definitely, there's definitely this kind of theme, tendency um, in society to just be a little bit wet lettucey. I've noticed in recent times, and I've been the same way, you know, just to, I think we've had it so drummed into us uh, under sort of new age feminism that, um, you know, patriarchy's really terrible and everything that the patriarchy stands for is really terrible, that we're now kind of allergic to (laughs) hard work we're allergic to being a boss babe we're allergic to hustle uh you know I built my entire brand around that but actually I think we're just looking at it the wrong way you know it's it's a question of leaning into that devotion leaning into that vision leaning into that thing that you're going for um the thing that you're striving after that better life that you're dreaming of without attaching everything to it making it the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow because it never is and I have a really sad story I could tell about that um, which I won't but needless to say I lost a friend who a few months before he died um, said this you know he he'd kind of his dreams had come true his hard work had paid off he'd earned all this money and I remember him saying to me, um, I think it was in a voice note, he said, I can confirm that there is no happiness in, in or money, money doesn't buy you happiness. You can have all the money in the world and still be completely empty. And I really remember him saying that um, to me. And, and then when I got back to him and the conversation developed, uh, he was telling me how, how empty and lonely he was and now that he'd reached that goal, he didn't know what his life looked like going forward, etc., uh, etc. Et and this happens to a lot of people. They make the money, and what happens is they either then lose the money, they're unable to hold it because having it doesn't equal happiness, or they just keep going. There's no 
uh, off switch, rather like me when I was drinking. You know, they they just keep going for the next milestone and the next and the next and the next. So it's really important to build happiness from the inside out, build wealth from the inside out, which is kind of what I'm always saying about like making your ordinary extraordinary, right? Looking around at your surroundings in your in you know you know in your urban little terraced house or whatnot um and being grateful for what you have appreciating what you have and sometimes it can be hard because you feel so disconnected from what you're seeing on social media you know these amazing gurus and coaches who are so wealthy and you know they're they're going live and making videos from these exquisite locations you know these beachside villas and you know with places with amazing views and they're just having this absolutely amazing lifestyle and it can be really difficult when you kind of look around at your life and you know the humdrum and the school run and whatever it can be really difficult to relate to it but it's essential that you work on building that happiness from the inside out and that doesn't mean toxic positivity it doesn't mean not feeling your feelings it doesn't mean that you can't sit in a freaking abbey full of strangers with tears pouring down your cheeks you should feel your emotions you should be in all your humanness if you want to cry in an abbey full of people then cry in an abbey full of people it's important and it's healthy to feel your feelings and your feelings are just feelings they don't mean anything right they're just an outlet even if that feeling is anger or whatever, it's just an outlet. Um, so, oh God, I feel like I've gone on such a tangent here. Um, so, yeah, I what I wanted to do with today's episode, I guess, was just to give you pause to think. Um, and I may have to go back and listen to this and see whether it's working to just kind of word vomit whatever's coming through me in the way that I am doing I'm not really one for scripts and notes and stuff like that um I just I've never really perfected the art of I don't know I'm not a multitasker um but I'll go back and listen to this and see if I need to and if you would like to comment on this podcast and tell me what you think um if where you're listening allows you to do that that would be amazing um you can also send me feedback by email to ginny at the antihustleclub.com. I'd love to hear your feedback because this show is for you. Uh, I want to create a movement. I want to really help ordinary men and women um, create change in their lives, lasting change, um, and really bring the focus back to what it means to to lean into your devotion and build yourself a lifestyle business that works with what you have, right? Not what you hope you're going to have when you're this seven, eight figure earner living in the beachside villa, but with what you have now, because it's who you are in the now that actually creates the changes because it's all about who you were being and not what you were doing. Okay. So my aim, um, always with these meandering, um, meandering bimbles is just to get you thinking. Um, so I would ask you as I draw this to a close in the last five minutes or so, can you maybe grab a sheet of paper, 
um, and list out some ways that you are consistent or not consistent, resilient or not resilient, persistent or not persistent, and just get yourself thinking on these things. Uh, think about how they maybe apply to you and your situation. And the last thing I want to talk about is, um, again, I just want to mention my free community, the Anti-Hustle Club community on Facebook. I'll put the link in the show notes. And um, also, I would be doing a disservice to you if I didn't mention the 21-day challenge that I'm running throughout May. It is a visibility and accountability container for anybody who is running growing or starting a business and um, promoting that business through either social media or or just to an email list. Um, So the container itself will be uh, a month long and the challenge is 21 days inside of that month. And the rules are simple, show up every day on social media and or to your email list however it's freaking pouring down I haven't got a coat on (laughs) however um there's going to be more to it than that I'm going to be encouraging you with gentle ass kickings and bags of kindness to lean into your devotion lean into your vision walk your edge step outside of your comfort zone do things that stretch you right And um, I don't know if I just said this because the rain's distracting me, but it's only $37 to get inside. And you are going to have close proximity to me every single day for a month. It is a freaking steal. The challenge itself will be gamified. There'll be bonuses, prizes. You can get your first bonus point immediately that you sign up. So I would highly encourage you to go sign up right now. Um, And I am going to skyrocket your visibility and self-accountability throughout the month of May and completely alter the trajectory of your business through that month. And I promise you, I will deliver you that result. I will deliver you that transformation. Uh, I also decided on an ADHD whim that I was going to create an enormous playbook for you to go with this which is going to be full of strategies for you to try on to grow your business. And these are all just ways of showing up, okay? All different ways of showing up that you can try on that doesn't feel like you're whoring yourself out all over social media. It doesn't feel salesy. It doesn't feel inauthentic. You get to pick and choose what feels good to you. And the only way to know what they are is to get your butt in the room, You know, if you want a seat at the table, you've got to get your butt in the room. And I've made it super accessible. Okay, so um, I will put the link to that in the show notes. I can't wait to have you inside. That kicks off May the 1st. Um, Again, if you have any questions about that, you can email me at ginny at theantihustleclub.com. Um... I believe that is everything I wanted to talk about today. I really hope that you got some value from this (laughs) little meander through resilience, 
consistency and persistence. I hope it's given you pause for thought. And as always, keep going. I love you. You rock. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can find our community on Facebook at the Anti-Hustle Club. You can follow me on TikTok, Instagram and YouTube and download free resources on my website, theantihustleclub.com. I'll put all of the links in the show notes and until then, keep going. You rock. You rock.